Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is season three, episode number 75, The Journey, Life is an Essay. Thank you so much for joining me today. You can visit me at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. So pop in your earbuds and let's go. This podcast evolved out of a global pandemic. When we were all home in quarantine, I took my therapy skills and my journalism skills and created this podcast. We all did different things during those times, changed our habits, changed our leisure lifestyle, changed what we did at home and how we communicated with others. And I want you to think for a minute back to that time. Have you kept any of those new habits new skills, new communication styles? Or did you fall back into those same old routines before COVID-19 hit the world on a global scale? Of course, COVID is still there. I had it about two months ago now. It's still out there. It still kills. It still makes people very sick. However, we've gone back, for the most part, to living our lifestyles the way we did before COVID. Some wear masks, some get boosted, some just use hand sanitizers, whatever works for you. But I want you to think back to that time when we all had to hunker down and be home. And have you kept any of those things that you incorporated to keep you busy while at home, to keep in touch with your loved ones and friends? Really think about it. One of my biggest fears was getting back to normal, was losing those things that I incorporated into my life, like spending a lot of time outside. That was something I never really did, especially in South Florida. It's very hot. I suffered from malignant melanoma when I was 26, so I always kind of stayed inside doing my things. But I kept the sunshine and the outdoors in my life since that time in quarantine. Protecting my skin, of course, protecting myself in the shade as much as possible. But I go outside every day to look, to feel, to smell the great outdoors, the wide open spaces in all of our worlds. So I want you to think about that before I start this podcast or after, when you're done, kind of sit for a moment And some of you, it might be very easy to identify things that you've kept in your lifestyle. And for others, you may feel like you lost those interesting new ideas that you took partook in. So think about it. And if you have lost them, incorporate them back into your lifestyle. They're still there waiting for you at your fingertips. So the journey. Season three is about the journey that I'm on and that I take you along with me. And hopefully in the process, you can relate to my journey at some point along the way. Episode 75, it's kind of exciting to say, episode 75, life is an essay. Do I have you thinking, what does that mean? Life is an essay. Now, a lot of us don't physically write anymore. I mean, we tap away at the keyboard on our computers or our phones. And, you know, at this point, I would have said, 10 years ago, that's not really writing. You need to put pen to paper to really get the full experience. 
Part of me still does believe that. However, the new generation and a lot of us have just kind of fallen into that keyboard or our phone keyboard to write our feelings or our thoughts, if that's something you do. And so I'm going to include that now into a therapeutic skill, whether it be on your computer, your phone, or taking pen to paper. It's writing. And what got me thinking about writing was college essays. So I did a little research first. And writing and reading are parts of our brain that a lot of us don't tap into enough. And science has proven that reading a lot improves your focus, improves your concentration, can offset the early onset of Alzheimer's. It gets that part of the brain going. No, it doesn't matter what you read. It can be just reading online stories or books or textbooks, poetry, music lyrics. But it's giving you time to really sit down and read. Not just a five-minute read, but really read. Get the brain in the motion of reading. Writing has very similar effects. And the science on writing is, I would say, more a fairly new concept of how it affects our brain versus reading. Reading a lot has even proven that improves test scores, like the SAT, which a lot of high school students are taking at this time. And so what does writing do for us? Well, writing works on that same kind of area in the brain and can also set off the early onset of different types of memory disorders. It can actually, they've proven in studies, heal wounds faster from biopsies. It shows that people who write or journal or put their feelings down on paper has helped them with their outbursts or onsets of asthma and help people who suffer from diabetes in their healing process. It's obviously helped with depression. And so think about that for a minute. Writing your feelings or on a topic about your world can help improve your physical and mental health. And it's really not an avenue that's tapped into, unless you're in school, obviously. But let's be real. Most students, it's the keyboard to the computer screen. So that's where they're at. But they're still writing. They're still taking words from inside their brain that is formulating and putting it into a content, a title. Life is an essay. And so this whole journey of me thinking about writing and researching writing, I mean, I never expected the physical aspects that it had on our body, like actually healing a biopsy wound faster. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of technical science behind it, and I definitely didn't read that because my brain doesn't process that type of information. I'm pretty concrete. And so I started to think about 
the essay and the SATs and all that because my kid, my second child, is in the process of that. And of course, in school, they're working on their college essay. Now, I know from my older one how important that college essay can be. We met with many colleges and different college recruiters and college boot camps, I guess you would call them. And they all said the same thing about the essay. The essay shows the admission process, who you are, what sets you apart from other people. Because ultimately, we're all individuals. And yes, we have a lot of the same stories, a lot of the same life experiences. But they may be the same type of experiences, but how we respond and how we react is very different for each of us. That's our emotional component of us as individuals. How we respond and how we see things and perceive things is very different on an individual basis. So in the college writing process, they ask you to find a hook. You need a hook. The hook is what draws that reader in. It's when reading your paper, it's not that same old story that these college administrators and admission people have read year after year. There's something a little different. There's something that makes them think. There's something that gives them the picture of the student. You'll talk to a lot of college admissions people and they'll say, yes, the SAT scores are important. Yes, their grades are even more important. And yes, what they do in their community is extremely important. But the one thing that sets a student from the next student is their essay. That's what tells them who the student is. And so that what, that what is student, what makes them different is your hook. There are hooks that entail very, very personal experiences, like a child who suffered from childhood cancer and how they grew up coping with that and how they're trying to make a difference in the world today. There are children who live with chronic disorders through pain and distractions from the pain and trying to keep their grades up and focusing in class through the pain. There are kids who have been bullied to no end in school. And yes, bullying is very prevalent. But how did that student handle it? How did it impact their life? How did it change them? as an individual. And even if your child is involved in sports, their sports are different, their achievements are different, the uphill climb is different for each of them. And that hook is what draws the reader in. So a college essay, different from all essays that uh, the kids write in school, this tells the reader who they truly are, what they have learned, what life means to them, 
what relationships mean to them. And so I thought, why should that be something that just stops when you're a high school junior getting ready to apply to colleges? That essay about who you are. Now, we've all heard the term journaling. And when you hear the word journaling, not for me personally, but for a lot of people, you get that like little cringe look in their eyes. Like, I'm not a writer. I, I don't have the time. It's, it's just not my thing. I get it. Especially nowadays where we don't put pen to paper. But isn't it your thing to be in your head and to think about what's going on and how you're reacting to things in your life and how your response to certain situations was the way you wanted it to go or didn't want it to go? I mean, we think these kind of thoughts every day, what we want to eat, where we want to go, what do we want to do during leisure time, what happens when we're starting to feel anxious? What do I do to pull out of my coping skills toolbox to utilize to get me through that anxiety? I mean, all these thoughts go through our head. And you have a lot more thoughts that are individual to you and that make you who you are. And so let's take out the word journaling for a moment. And let's change it to the word essay. An essay makes you think of a topic that you write on. Aren't you a topic that you should be writing about? Don't you think it's about time that you look with inside yourself? Some of us think that we're very flat, meaning we don't have a lot of dimensions to ourselves. And that could be farthest from the truth. No matter what our life looks like, we all have dimensions to our personalities, to our feelings, to our relationships, to the way we handle things. We are multidimensional. And in those multidimensions, over time, we change. We incorporate new things into our life. We evolve. We mature and we grow. And even if you're a younger person listening to this podcast, you can think back to when you were in elementary school and how you've evolved and mature and grown up until this point. For those of us that are older, we have many multidimensional changes that have happened in our lives and happened in our personalities and the way we interact with people. The question is, have you really looked into how multidimensional you are and how much you've changed over time? And that's really what life is an essay is about, is pick a topic about yourself, pick a situation, pick anything other than a trauma such as PTSD or severe depression, because those are things that you should deal and process with your therapist. Because when writing your essay and then 
sharing it with your therapist, you're able to process and go through those emotions that may range from very high to very low. So before you write about a trauma or a PTSD, make sure you do it with a trained professional when you process and write your essay. But looking at yourself on a general basis, pick a topic, sit down at your computer. For me, I did my phone because that was what was available to me at the moment that I wanted to write my essay. And an essay isn't a one-time thing, but it also doesn't have to be like journaling where you do it every day or on a weekly basis. An essay can be when you're starting to just feel different. And maybe you're not quite sure how you're feeling, so you start to write about it. You'd be amazed. And once you start to spark those neurons and thinking about what you're going to write and how you're feeling, shit comes out. Things that you didn't even think about start to come out of you. Sometimes tears, sometimes laughter comes out of you. This is the power of words and creating an essay for yourself. And so this essay is a therapeutic skill that you can use to help yourself get through hard situations. Maybe you need to talk to a friend about something and you're not sure. Maybe write that down, that exchange of how you want the words to come out of your mouth. Or maybe you're confused at why someone's upset you about something. Write about it. You'll be amazed at what comes out of you. And you might just find the reason why that person has been bothering you. Or you feel like you haven't been able to get along with them. Maybe it's something they're doing or maybe it's something that's going on with inside of you. Remember, this is a journey. A journey for us to see where we're going in life and how do we get through all those changes and those multi-layers of things that keep piling on top of each other, one-on-one where you don't feel like you can even catch your breath. How can we handle these things? And writing is one way. And so I thought, well, if I'm going to talk to you about writing, Maybe I should write my own essay, kind of my college form essay, my hook. What would draw someone in to want to listen to my words? And so I'm going to share my essay. It's not quite as long as a student essay. They're usually a minimum of 500 words, but it's a podcast and I didn't want to keep it too long. But you'll see as I read it, how it gives you a perspective of, who I am, how I've changed and matured, and how I see things now in my current life and lifestyle. And so essays can be about anything, but I chose to create a hook to give my reader a little bit of insight into me, who I am. So join me as I now read my essay. I have always been a person who relies on consistency. I can remember at a very young age having my week planned out so I could live for the weekend. This started to become very prevalent when I was in college. 
get through the books and the papers, and be carefree on the weekends. Not much threw me off schedule. So for four years, things went pretty smoothly. Graduated and started my first few jobs. I noted that noticed that if things didn't go as planned during the week, I would get thrown off kilter. It would agitate me because it was unexpected and made it even longer for the weekend to come. I then became a mother and I really scheduled myself. I needed a routine and consistency. It's not realistic to think that way every day of every week. You can't expect to remain on schedule or not experience hiccups during the week. The anxiety and stress would escalate. I would even become agitated. Time moved on and my children got older. I had a pivotal journey that changed my course in many ways on a daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly basis. The epiphany happened, or maybe it was just maturity. My perspective changed, and I became to learn, began to learn how my life and my family's lives were too valuable to rush through my weekly schedule to get to the peace and the fun of the weekend. I realized how much time and the moments that flew by me by not appreciating the daily moments the smiles, the laughs, and the beauty of the day. I also realized that I could never get that time back, especially with loved ones who are gone. The maturity of life has taught me to stop, breathe, and enjoy all the moments of life. Take the time to look at someone's smile, listen, and take it all in. I know that this was not a character flaw. It was me going through life and learning that I must focus and take one day at a time. It's all part of growing up and getting to know ourselves better. There are still many mysteries I have yet to learn about myself, but I now know to go through life with my eyes, ears, and my heart open. And so in that piece, I give you a picture of the young me growing starting to mature, becoming a parent, and how that changes all of our lives if you're parents, and how I had to adapt and change, and how my eyes started to open to see the things I missed, to see the things I rushed through. And I will say that quarantine helped me through this perspective, which is why I talked about it in the beginning of this podcast. It got me on this journey to slow down. I guess it kind of pushed us all there, right? We had no choice. But in that time, I used it as a learning lesson, as a way to mature, as a way to grow. None of us want to get old. None of us want to see our bodies change. But there is some beauty as we get older. Because we do hopefully learn about ourselves. To me, I'm a new person all the time to myself. Not to what the world sees. I'm sure vast changes like having a podcast, people see changes in me. 
but I see the daily changes on how I react and respond to things. And, and so I love really thinking about myself in that way. And so when I sat down to write this essay, that was the first thing that came to mind is how I've matured and how I changed. And I had no preconceived notions how I was going to write that. It's what came out of me. And so I hope you get the point taken here that as you start to put your fingers to the keyboard and maybe it's something you're going through, you'll be amazed at what comes out of you. You may identify issues that you need to work on or that you've accomplished great things because thinking about how you might have handled something in the past and how you've handled it now, the growth that you see in yourself, there is such a rewarding feeling to notice your growth. And a lot of you with your Instagram and your Snapchats and your Facebooks and your WhatsApps, you can see how people evolve just by watching the years of them posting. And you can see how some people haven't evolved or gone backwards. And so if you're really not sure if you've had any growth or you've changed or the way you've looked at things, if you are a social media poster, go back a few years and look at some of your posts and look at some of the things, how you felt. I did that recently and it was kind of amazing to see how I've changed on different topics and what I do post and what I don't post and honestly how little of debating I do now on social media. I used to debate a lot with people and I realized all it ever did was get me aggravated and so I decided not to do that and to change my perspective of what I do post on my personal, not on my public wide open spaces with Elise, but on my personal accounts and how I've changed. And it really is a concrete vision to see the things that you've done or, or maybe you've stepped out of your comfort zone and done things you never thought you would do. And so it's kind of amazing. So if you're struggling to see growth or changing yourself, go back and look at your social media for the past few years. I guarantee you'll see something that's changed. And if you see that it hasn't changed for the better, well, that's that little light bulb going on over your head saying, hmm, I need to make some changes. So go and do that with social media, but also write an essay. Maybe you'll sit down with something you really feel like you need to get out, or maybe you'll just sit there for a few minutes and stare at your computer screen and not sure what to write about. But I guarantee as you sit there, even if you pick a topic that you think won't give you a lot of words, you'll be amazed. And when you're done, do not read it while you are writing it. What happens when you read it while you're writing it, you start to edit yourself. And you start to erase words and change words. Don't do it. Let the words free flow. When you're done, completely done, meaning you feel like you've said enough on this topic, you've got the feelings and emotions out that you need to, you have identified what you need to do, then go back and read it.
and date it, of course, like you would as if it was a journal. Why? Well, I want you to create a file of your essays. And whether it's every week, if you feel you need it as a therapeutic skill, or once a month, or once every six months, or on a yearly basis, you'll have a folder of these essays. And as I'm telling you to go back and look at your social media, you'll be able to go back and look at these essays years down the road and read them and see if you've changed or how you've changed or how you've grown or how you've matured. Or you may even see a totally different person on those words on the computer screen. And that can be a beautiful thing. And it can also make us think that you need to change, that you've lost sight of who you were back then. This is the ins and outs of putting words down, stimulating your brain to get those feelings and emotions out. I mean, think about it. They said scientifically, it can help people with asthma. It can help people with diabetes. It can help people with severe depression. It can help heal biopsy wounds faster. Why? Because when you're writing, you're getting rid of stress. You're getting rid of anxiety. You're getting rid of agitation. You're lifting your mood. These are the things that bring us down. These are the things that don't make us function to our optimal levels. So if we're not functioning emotionally at our optimal levels, what happens to the body? Now, nobody is perfect. Every day has ups and downs, no matter who you are. It's how you handle them. It's how you cope. And sometimes it might be something that takes some time to recover from. But the fact that you recover and you begin to cope better, whether it's after a surgery of, you know, that was eight weeks ago. I talked about my hysterectomy that I had in my last podcast, the journey that I went through. And I'm currently healing physically. And as my body heals my emotional state improves. So it's all tied in together. Don't put up that brick wall to me and say, I don't want to write. Give it a try. Don't give it just one try. Give it a few tries and put it in that folder labeled life as an essay and go back to those essays. Or maybe you're struggling with something the same way you did five months ago. Go back to that essay. Give your essays a title so that you know what it's about. Or create, you know, an introduction. Almost as if you're writing a book and each chapter is each essay. Give them a title. Create your own book of essays. Who knows? Maybe they're even worth publishing someday. So get out your keyboard. Get out your phone keyboard, get out your pen to paper, and start your own personal essay to explore yourself, to see where you need to change or where you're going to in the future and how you've matured and grown. Writing my essay, I always had those thoughts in my head of, of the time restraints I would put on myself and living for the weekend, and I saw at some of a conscious level, those changes happening. But as I put 
the keyboard and started typing, the words really started to flow and gave me this clear-cut picture of how I've changed and changed for the better because I'm taking life in more and I'm coping better and enjoying not just the weekends, but all the fun things that happen during the week and the not-so-fun things and how I handle them and how I cope. So remember, life is an essay. Take the journey with me and write your essay today. Go to wideopenspaceswithelise.com, pop in your earbuds, listen to the 74 that you haven't listened to, or if you have, go back to some of my old ones. You might see how I've changed since the beginning, how I've matured and how I've evolved, and that's just like we talked about. Look at your social media. Remember, go out and explore all the wide open spaces in your world. Positive thoughts always create positive energy. Put that energy out there. I guarantee it'll put a smile on your face. And until next time, my friends, ciao.